Welcome to the Scale Up Valley podcast, where we bring the best of the best to help you scale your business from million to one trillion. Today's guest is a very special one. Uh, his name is Bruno Rodriguez, the founder and CEO of GoGoods. Uh, Bruno, welcome to the show. Hello, Mike. Thanks for having me here. It's such a pleasure. And uh, I'm not sure, but I think it's the the first Brazilian founder to be on the show after 225 plus uh, episodes. Uh, and for the ones who are curious about why, it's it's really because I want also want wanted to create a global platform to showcase the best entrepreneurs all over the world. And as we know, LATAM is not being very represented in the platform and uh, Brazil being the largest market in, 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 the, in the space. Uh, and you all are also aware that I'm, I'm in love with Digital Elf, given my uh, recent Elf uh, story that I've repeated again and again and again, so I will not uh, do that uh, again. And uh, so we have here a combination of Digital Elf plus Brazil Latem, and, uh, and that's why I'm, I'm really happy to, to have Bruno uh, on the show uh, today. So Bruno, let us know a little bit more about you and, uh, and go good and looking forward to that. Okay, so uh, it's such an honor to be the first Brazilian here. So I try to represent my country as good as he, he deserves it. Uh, Absolutely. So, yeah, but, um, um, but well, my name is Bruno Rodriguez. I'm from Brazil. Um, I, I used to be a professional karate athlete, and it has a lot to do with Go Good because Go Good is a platform to help people to become healthier by practicing exercises, taking care of their mental health and uh, to um, eat more healthy and all the stuff that we're going to uh, uh, cover during the, the interview here. Uh, but uh, it was for 16 years uh, practicing karate, representing Brazil in Peru, Turkey, uh, Chile and several countries. Um, I could learn how important it is, it is to take care of their, our bodies and our mental health and how important it is to the society, you know, Mike, because I truly believe mm -hmm. in a society in which people take care of themselves and therefore they take care of the, the, the country, the city, the world. I truly believe that the world can be a, a better place if people uh, took care of themselves uh, better. And it has a lot to do with the physical exercises and that's uh, what Go Good was made for. Uh, we, 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 were, uh, we were born to help people to become you know, healthier and to, to build a better world. Right. And let us know a little bit more in terms of what is the stage of growth? Uh, where are you in at this stage in terms of developing uh, Go Good, uh, the team, etc.? Yeah, sure. Uh, the first, the first thing is um, is to connect uh, wellness to the corporate world, because I used to be a, a you know a, a corporate executive here in Brazil, and I could see how difficult it is to create a high performance team, because people are not healthy, yeah. and that's crazy to think that you know people uh, don't practice exercise, they um, they have a problem with overweight. Uh, they, um, their, their nutrition is very poor. And it, it was impacting my everyday life as a, a, a leader. And the company could, couldn't, couldn't even you know, connect the dots 
about you know a, a, a poor exercise uh, routine with the poor uh, performance but uh because i was uh, uh, i have been a, a professional athlete i could see the connection of these two worlds and so uh gogood was you know made to help to solve this problem to create high performance teams by helping them to to be more active and more healthier and um but the problem was uh, when we first solved this problem is that people are not engaged with uh wellness routines um we, we saw in the united states for example um we, uh, that companies with 200 or more employees uh 90% of them have um uh wellness programs when we, when you see how, how how many people are in fact uh, engaged in the programs was around seven to to nine percent. So, uh, despite the efforts of the company to offer a great wellness platform, people were not right. using it. So, GoGood was was made not only to 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 help people, you know, to 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 have the best uh, access to wellness platforms of the market, but uh, to help em uh, employers to engage their employees. In, right. in in this kind of routines, so Google was made to to um, to make um, wellness services as cheap as they they can be. The more as accessible they are, the more people participate in that. Uh, we have um, gyms, psychologists, um, personal trainers, and uh, all all the the, the 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 best professional wellness services with up to seventy percent. In discounts for for uh, for the people, but uh, we also help them to be more engaged in the platform. So if you use um, gyms, uh, uh, the more you use gyms at GoGood, the less you pay. We created a cashback platform in which we help people to be more engaged with uh, you know wellness services. So uh, that's why we have uh, two times higher engagement rates compared to a, a, a gym spirit by a gym by the by by itself uh, so that's that's why uh, that's how we 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 help the market by uh, making wellness more affordable for the users mm -hmm. and more engaging by creating cashback routines and you know uh, to help them be more engaged uh we we um we have more than a thousand uh gyms in the platform right now we, uh, in Brazil, uh, we are only in Brazil so far, uh, but we have 10 states in Brazil. Uh, uh, oh, we were joking about it uh, because Brazil is a very large country. Oh, and right. so, yeah. so uh, we have al already more gyms than Belgium <laughs> by itself. Wow. So, yeah, because you, we are a, a big country with large proportions of everything. Yeah. So, um, it's, uh, I think it's it's nice to connect to the, the, the challenges in Brazil as well. Exactly, exactly. Sounds, sounds amazing. And, um, and tell me now, where are you in terms of the ad count? Did you raise any, uh, I know, I know, but I'm asking <laughs> to share with, with the community, uh, any funding rounds? Uh, how many founders do you have in, in your co-founding team? So let's go with, uh, any fun any funds uh, already raised sure uh yeah uh, we we raised uh, three uh, different routes in brazil um but uh, we have a venture a capital firm institu institutional investors in, in our cap table 
Yeah. Uh, its name is um, uh, Canary. Canary yeah. is a seed stage um, VC uh, based in Brazil, but also investing in Latin. Um, we are very proud to work with them uh, to help, you know, uh, go good grow. We have around 35 um, people uh, working at Go Good right now. Uh, we have um, four uh, 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 partners uh, working in the founding team. Uh, I have a one co-founder, uh, Leonardo Borba is the CTO. He mm-hmm. has a software engineer background. He's a PhD in, in, in development software. So uh, when we first uh, met, uh, when we first worked together, uh, I, I, I worked with uh, business development and he worked with, uh, you know, uh, making things happen in the techno, technical uh, uh, side. Love it. I, I love your why and, and the passion that you talk about, about your why and what you are doing with uh, Go Good. Uh, for the ones who are watching us on on YouTube, uh, there is the signature that I that I don't I, I'm I'm not able to resist the temptation to translate into English, so which is decide to change, uh, and I think yeah. that the name explains uh, everything. Uh, go good, and and for the ones uh, who speak Portuguese who are listening, the uh, them will die, and and for the ones who want to learn uh, Portuguese as well, right? <laughs> of course we need to have a flavor with uh, Portuguese from uh, from Brazil that is always a little different in some expressions and, and so on. And, and we can uh, get into some complication in terms of communication uh, if, if we are not aware of, of those uh, differences uh, for, for the ones who are uh, guessing about the language issue. But let's let's jump into one of the topics that I know that you, you love to talk about and, and that's part of what you are solving with, uh, with GoGood. Um, which are the, the challenges of the healthcare system in terms of uh, engagement? So what are some of the trends? What are some of the issues, the challenges that you are seeing um, on your own uh, track uh, or journey? Yeah, sure. Mike, thanks for asking the, uh, this question because uh, we see lots of inefficiencies in the wellness industries. And the first things, first thing I want to, to cover is why we are talking about wellness, uh, and we we are talking that that's part of the health segment, and that's it. I mean, um, the majority of the, the the health insurance costs are due to uh, chronic diseases like diabetes, uh, hypertension, cancer, and most of these problems are you know due to low um, Low engagement rates in the wellness services uh, in, 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 a, in a broad perspective. Um, right. WHO uh, already declared that um, most of the, the diseases that we face right now, the, 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 the problem are, are due to you know, uh, overweight, obesity. Um, yeah. and, and that's that's a huge problem of the healthcare system. And we are not looking uh, as, as we should to, you know, to, to wellness. And so uh, we, are, we are discussing about the incentives of the healthcare segments, you know, uh, paper use, not papers, we don't want to pay for, for services. Uh, so uh, that, that's, that's awesome. I mean, uh, we're gonna, you know, align the incentives to, to be a more efficient industry, uh, uh, but with the wellness uh, services, 
has uh, have have the same problem of incentives. Uh, if you see uh, how many people uh, haven't paid uh, a gym and didn't <laughs> didn't show up not even once, you know, people right. pay then they don't go to the gyms, and that's a right. problem. If you see the numbers of um, uh, an average gym, not only in Brazil, but worldwide, um, people stop using gyms after four months of usage. The, the, the drop-off rate is 27% each month. So that's a problem because people are not being uh, uh, healthier because they are using right. uh, the gyms. They stop, they are stop using it. Uh, and on average, they use four times on a month the, mm -hmm. the uh, gyms, and that's also a problem because if you only if, if you just go four times it's once a week, right. that it's once a week, and and we we cannot assure that you are you are being healthier just because you are going one yes. once a week. That's a problem, right? Yeah. And so if you want if if you want to put gyms. Inside the health segment, we have to solve mm -hmm. the engagement problem. Yeah. Because only by, by, uh, by doing so, we're going to assure that people are becoming healthier because of that. So um, the, the, the problem that we are addressing is not only, you know, putting, uh, giving people access to something that they, they, can, they, they already can, can have and just a matter of, pro, uh, of, of you know, money. Um, by doing, you know, some specific nudges, competition, gamification, um, uh, making them using more is more important that, uh, than only by giving access to, people, uh, to, to gyms, you know, because Brazil, uh, just, just to give a little bit of uh, numbers perspective here, uh, we we are the sec second largest market uh, in the jeans, uh, second larger, largest jeans uh, market, um, with uh, thirty thousand gyms in Brazil. But most of them are very small gyms. They are owned by you know uh, uh, on, uh, very small entrepreneurs. Uh, they only have one unit of the gyms. They are competing with large corporations, just like United States. And right. they, they just don't have the tools to make people use it more because mm -hmm. people just, sometimes just, they just want to be on the sofa, on the couch, watching right. Netflix, right? Right. And that, that's the role of technology to take us out, out of the couch to make exercise so technology can be an enabler to help the most important problem in the wellness industry, which is the engagement rate. Mm -hmm. that's a great point and when you were talking that brazil is the second largest market in terms of gyms uh you, the us is the is the first one or, or china yeah, yes, uh, the, the, okay. the, the first one uh is united states with uh 40 uh, 45,000 45, because you said that's 30,000 in terms of the number of yeah. gym, uh in brazil. in brazil which is huge and we know also that uh, brazil uh as a as a culture of um very oriented to health and to going to the gym right so there is also uh, that that trend or is this a perception from from the outside yeah it's a perception from the outside okay that, i saw that you were smiling <laughs> and uh, i wanted to clarify because that's part of the of the 
of the benefits of having this global platform is that we are able to see the differences and to see the perceptions of people around certain markets and to get real people from the market, from the ground, with boots on the ground to talk about their own uh, reality. Right? Yeah, uh, it, unfortunately, that's not true. Uh, I mean, uh, we have 220 million people in Brazil. So uh, the, the, the outside perspective is that we are known for, you know, soccer, volleyball and all the sports, you know, right. uh, but uh, unfortunately, we have one of the largest, largest uh, overweight uh, rates in, uh, worldwide. Uh, obesity rates are, are, are you know, uh, scaling so fast in the last 10 years here in Brazil. And that's a problem. I mean, we are not only that that's not only a, a, a nutrition and low in, uh, activity, uh, physical activity mm -hmm. rates, but also we have uh, mental problems uh, right. uh, here in Brazil. I mean, um, we are the, the third country with, with more, you know, uh, depression, anxiety rates. So that's, uh, we, uh, because we have many people, you know, we, have, we are a very large country, we have large uh, problems as well. Uh, when, when, when you talk about, you know, wellness. So um, unfortunately we are working to, to solve that. Yeah, and it's it's proven that definitely the the wellness and the space where you are uh, helps to prevent or to improve the symptoms of mental health um, issues, and of course also with physical um, health. And there is also nowadays the food and nutrition component, uh, how it affects the gut and the connection between the gut and. Uh, and the brain, uh, I'm aware of that because of also the autoimmune conditions. Uh, it's all about reducing inflammation and, and so on. And of course, exercise, meditation, and reducing stress are important stuff to do to reduce the triggers for uh, inflammation and to, to avoid or to manage chronic conditions uh, in, a, in a certain way. Good, that's, that's definitely uh, great what, what you are doing. Um, let's go a little bit about uh, educating our our audience, especially for the ones who are interested to know more about uh, Brazil and Latin America uh, region, uh, and also for for the ones who who are listening uh, from from Brazil to the show. Um, if you could share a little bit more about the Brazilian ecosystem, uh, namely, we discussed this that um, typically we we talk about the scale. Of, of the US and in terms of LATAM, uh, the scale of, of Brazil is completely different from the scale of Chile or uh, Colombia. Uh, it's, 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 it's a different animal in terms of uh, what it demands from an entrepreneur and the kind of scale that it can uh, get into. So which is much better opportunity uh, with the size of the market, but also more challenges to uh, leverage uh, that size of the market and the size of the of the opportunity. So, what is kind of our overview? Some of some of the tips for for the ones who are considering Brazil uh, as a market as an entrepreneur. Oh uh, yeah, um, I think um, the, the the most important difference here is uh, the uh, how large brazil brazil is because uh, when when uh, when you have uh, two more than 200 million people that uh, makes your internal market very large and very appealing to uh, any company to scale inside the country uh, and sometimes you don't need to go uh, to go abroad to yeah. to make a big business 
So uh, it's different from the majority of the countries that are, you know, they, they are created by design to be global. Sometimes yeah. you, you, uh, you, you are not uh, created by, to be global. And in Brazil, you can uh, make, uh, be very big uh, being a local company. So sometimes um, very huge companies are not known abroad because of that. You know, but I can see that in the last few years, we have very ambitious and global entrepreneurs in Brazil, and they, they, are, uh, they are cracking uh, the, the whole ecosystem to, 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 to put more money in it, in it and to, to, to create a very global and big companies. I think Brazil uh, is, is gaining also motivation, motivation and, you know, um, uh, we're believing in ourselves more right now. Uh, as being a, a developing country, sometimes you can look to ourselves and, be, and think that we are not able to do a global business, but uh, that's not true at all. We can see uh, some very good cases of global companies are, that are being born, uh, born in Brazil and becoming unicorns and scaling over worldwide. And I, I'm sure that in, in, in the next Darf, few years, uh, Kinto for example, uh, what we have it? Loft. Loft, Loft is a very huge Latin company. We have uh, public companies that, you know, uh, open capital opening capital, not only in Brazil, but also in the United States, NYSE. Uh, we have several ca uh, great cases uh, that, uh, and I'm sure that in the next few years, we, we, we're going to see even more uh, good cases of Brazilian companies scaling worldwide and transforming uh, the, the whole society. So there is a lot of unicorns now uh, coming from Brazil for, for the ones who are less uh, aware, and it's it's really an explosion of the ecosystem in, in the last uh, years, right? Yeah, I, I think uh, to, to, to global investors, uh, sometimes it's, it's hard to understand Brazil because uh, we, once in a while we have crisis and we have uh, political and, and financial problems. But uh, at the same time, we have a very uh, complex society and with a lot of inefficiencies. So um, uh, if you just build a small company, you're not gonna help the industry because you have to, 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 to solve several problems at the same time. That's why Kintondar, uh, for example, if he just become a real estate, very nailed company, he, he wouldn't be as big as, as, as it is. They, they had to, to solve all the, the, the market to, you know, to, to, to increase the experience, to, to make the experience of his uh, customer better. Yeah, and that's why they are so big. And so I, I, I also think that entrepreneurs that, uh, that are built here in Brazil, they are more resilient. They are able to, you know, to, 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 to crack the whole system to make things really big. So I truly believe that we, we, we are a pool of good companies here. In the next few years, we're gonna, gonna show the world probably that we can be, be very competitive in a global perspective.
And uh, I also like to, 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 to start seeing, for instance, one of the podcasts that I follow the most in the region is the, the Latitude podcast from Brian Record, of the founder of Viva Real. And that it's also good to see what we see in the um, in the U.S., which is a lot of immigrants coming into the U.S. and uh, starting up and, and scaling up uh, the unicorns of the country. So it's good also to have this combination of already uh, people that are coming from abroad to starting up companies in Brazil uh, with with the locals at the same time and having a, a diverse uh, pool of uh, of founders and, and investors uh, in the region all working together to to make Brazil even bigger uh, and to better serve it. Right? Absolutely. I mean, uh, we are very proud of having uh, some uh, you know uh, American Canadian investors in our cap table. Uh, we can share experience about you know their experiences uh, their, their 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 what they they've lived in their companies. They used to be entrepreneurs, and it helps me as an entrepreneur to understand in a global perspective what they they've lived and uh, how can I handle with my my personal challenges in my everyday routine. So um, um, it I can see that in the in the the, the first uh, in the first years of entrepreneurs tech system here in Brazil. Uh, they're built for uh, by by uh, American American guys, Canadian guys, uh, European guys, and that's awesome. I mean, uh, they are helping uh, the whole society by uh, by by exchanging knowledge and by making uh, showing to everyone that it, it is possible to, to possible. create exactly. a big yeah. That's that's really great. And uh, you have said that you have raised three rounds uh, until um, now. Um, what and and you you had you had luxury of having your on your cap table uh, Canary, which is uh, one of the most well-known pre-seed investors uh, in the region. Which I think, from what I learned, it completely changed it also in terms of terms, in terms of democratization of access to pre-seed rounds, the ecosystem in in Brazil, uh, and of course also because of the amount uh, of checks uh, that really increases because there was also lack of capital at uh, that stage, right? Um, so what were some of the tips for the ones who are thinking about fundraising um, that you'd like to share uh, from a, a Brazilian perspective? Oh, that's great, uh, great question. Um, I, I think connection is the most important thing uh, the most, uh, I think the reputation is the most important thing that an entrepreneur has to build. Uh, you can, you know, have some labels um, that, uh, because you studied at uh, some American mm -hmm. university, you've worked, yeah. you've worked uh, with a big firm that is known for having a great culture of talents and, and so far, but, but the most important thing is to to be connected with the best people that can help you help you, and to be very uh, open to learn with your experiences. Um, Canary um, was made for uh, by entrepreneurs, uh, so they 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 were Brazilian and uh, foreign guys that uh, that have liquidity because they sold their companies. They they put money together to to you know to. Mm -hmm. to put entrepreneurs together to help the whole ecosystem to grow and that's the the most valuable thing that i that, that i can see then is to learn with the best and to be connected because you know being a ceo a founder is very uh, 
at lonely sometimes. Yeah. And 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 you and you have the connection to learn with them. That's that's just awesome. So um, I I don't know if I'm the best person to share uh, uh, about uh, fundraising experience because I consider myself a learner uh, in, uh, 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 in in this topic. But uh, to be connected with the best, to really be open to learn with them, and to be connected to to ask connections uh, from those people to other people probably yeah. will increase your 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 chances uh to create a big company vc backed company i truly believe in that yeah so in in, in other words what what you are uh, kind of sharing as, as your advice is being able to connect with with the best pre-seed investors they will open up their networks and will will help you out uh, navigate the the fundraising process much easily because of course you also have a stamp of quality when you are filtered as a as a great opportunity um, um, by themselves uh, if, if canary is investing it is much easier for other uh, potential investors to open their door to to listen to your pitch and to get to know more about your company than if you are not connected with uh, with a firm like like canary I, I think i think so but not only that i mean mike uh, the best opportunities i have in, in at GoGood was because I, was, I wasn't selling anything. I was not trying to fundraise. I was just, you know, trying to learn with people and to share my challenges and to be right. very open about it. I mean, Mike, hey, Mike, I have a problem in this, this, this. I know that it, probably you, you face some of these challenges. Please let me know how you, you, you would handle with that or, or like, oh, uh, Mike, I'm doing that here in Brazil, uh, trying to scale uh, to be a national uh, platform. Uh, how do you see this model in Europe or the United States? Right. And to be very open to to learn with you, obviously you're gonna see the opportunities to connect with you know some investors that uh, that are willing to invest in this in this in this thesis on all this stuff. So. Right. Um, so the the relationship I think is 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 best uh, built when you are not fundraising, and that's the, the tip I, I have. Love it. It's kind of the quote: "Ask for advice, and you will get money. Uh, ask for money, and you will get advice." <laughs> Perfect. That's it. <laughs> that's that's a great one, and I love it because sometimes we. We, we read a lot and we listen a lot about fundraising uh, and we forget that it's all about uh, connecting with people, um, understanding people, uh, nurturing relationships. So it's, it's not kind of getting cold. It's, it's, it's not common to things to work in a, in a cold way, right? It's, it's like the same with a relationship with a potential customer. So you don't get, uh, you don't pick up the phone and tell, I have a solution for you, right? So you, you get to know the customer, you create a relationship and when the right timing comes and when there is clearly the pain that the client knows that you are able to solve that in with your solution, that's when the conversation about business uh, starts. But before it starts much more a conversation, getting to, to get to know each other, creating trust, likability, um, confidence in the process, and and this, and we tend to forget that's the same uh, with investors, the same with talent, the same with uh, with providers, and especially now that we need to have a very clear value proposition as well for talent, and it's becoming yep. more and more difficult 
how to attract uh, great talent to work on our mission. Uh, it's good to see that uh, nowadays we have got kind of a free-sided marketplace as founders and CEOs. We need to serve uh, the customer, uh, the internal customer, which is the, the talent and, and the investors, and, and to combine the interests of all and align all of that. Uh, and, and that's why, again, it's so lonely and, and so hardworking to, to be at the helm uh, of, a, of a startup, right? And, and, and I think it, it's, it's very nice because uh, technology ena uh, enables several opportunities that were, weren't uh, available uh, so far. I mean, when we put uh, psychologists, gyms, um, um, nutritionists, all the wellness, wellness providers that have a huge problem of uh, low occupancy rates, and when we put together with HR departments that are willing to invest in the best uh, um, uh, benefits to you know, attract and retain the best talents, uh, we are solving two, uh, two problems at the same time. And that's, mm -hmm. that's awesome. I mean, I mean uh, we are connecting the dots uh, uh, and making things more efficient. And right. therefore, we have more productive uh, professionals that wouldn't have the opportunity to, you know, to be uh, working with those talents. And we also help uh, HR departments to, to, to attract and retain the talents. So that's, that's awesome. I mean, technology is made for it. Exactly. So that, that's a great value position also of uh, go good to, to employers and to help to retain uh, talent and to make uh, talent healthier uh, with, with your purpose. Awesome. And um, you talked uh, about your co-founder, which is also the, the CTO. Uh, I'm sure that a lot of the founders that are thinking about starting their own company, and especially in the wellness or uh, health space, uh, understanding the right mix in the founding team. So we would love to have much more ads in the in the founding team but it's simply impossible to have everyone uh, there from the day one. And so uh, how was the process of building your, your founding team and, uh, and selecting what you needed uh, to move forward with your idea into execution mode? I was lucky. I was, I was very lucky, actually, because Borba, which is a, almost a brother right now, after six years of you know, being an entrepreneur together, and um, he, we are very, very alike in our values. Uh, can you imagine how difficult, how did, how hard it was during the pandemics on the first lockdown, to 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 see our revenue by decreasing ninety five percent, and we were crazy. And if we hadn't the connection that we have, the belief in each other, uh, it wouldn't wouldn't be possible to to go on. And we are facing the best moments of the company because we survived of the first lockdown, the second lockdown, and, and so on. Mm -hmm. So that's why uh, uh, the connection between us is, is, is more important than the, the complementary that we have in the technical positions. I mean, mm -hmm. we also have it. I mean, they, uh, he's a, a developer, he's a, 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 he's a computer science professional, he has a very technical uh, background, and I'm, I'm a business development guide. I, I like sales, marketing, strategy, and all stuff. So we are very complementary. But the, on the top of it, 
we are very connected on our purpose to change lives and change it for change it for better and to be very resilient to make it happen so um how how we did it uh actually we started as a, as friends and he, we were living in the same city uh, some years ago and we used to go out to have some friends in common and Borba uh, was known as the, the genius guy of the the the, the phd uh, uh university and uh, that <laughs> declined to work at google and who was like oh my god Borba wow. didn't <laughs> want to, to work at google so several years ago it was crazy right and i was like mm, i wanted I, I want to work with this guy exactly he's <laughs> probably very good <laughs> <laughs> so so i was happy to to engage him in in my first idea right after uh, uh, i finished a program uh, of innovation and entrepreneurship of stanford gsb called uh stanford ignite and right after uh gogood was incubated in this program so uh when it finished I, I decided to to drop my corporate position, my executive position, uh, to become an entrepreneur. And he was the, the the first guy that you know came up into my mind. And uh, we also have uh, uh, another co-founder that is not working with us anymore. That was a, a friend in common, and he was the first guy that he he called to 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 be here with us. Mm -hmm. So I was lucky. Uh, because without without him, I don't know what 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 would would be capable of doing. You know, absolutely. As as you said, it is very lonely to start up a company and to go through those ups and downs and this roller coaster of of leading yeah. a, a company, especially a, a tech company and a VC backed uh, company. What I mean. So I'm sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike, but just just to make my point, because uh, I was lucky because I don't know how scalable this story is. I yeah. mean, uh, I had uh, I, I I didn't make a, a playbook of you know hiring a CTO and connecting with the, the 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 people that has the same values that you do. I didn't do that. I mean, right. I, it, it was just gut feeling and the connections that we had, and I was lucky because of that. So that's that, that's uh, uh, there is a much more uh, organized manners to do that, and but I didn't do that. That's why I was so lucky. That's the second venture, and sometimes when you don't know all that stuff and you are not able to execute, uh, so that's why sometimes it's uh, when things come naturally, it, it is even uh, better, right? So when we follow that, as you said, the gut feeling and the intuition in some cases, uh, it's it's a good friend. So let's come up to, to the last segment of the show. And I feel that we would have much more topics to, to cover. Unfortunately, um, it is not possible to, to stay three or four hours. But uh, what we can do is to always uh, have you back uh, on the show to keep sharing your journey and, and to uh, share your, your lessons on other topics. So this is a segment where I ask a quick question and um, the guest uh, uh, gives us a, a quick uh, answer. So if you would have the opportunity to have a coffee with uh, Bruno at the beginning of Go Goods, uh, what advice would you offer to your younger self? That's a great question. I ask it all the time. <laughs> but 
the most important one was uh, was uh, take care of yourself and be prepared. It's hard, but you can handle it. Just take care of yourself and your family. Uh, be strong uh, would be my my very best my, my my best advice because you know the vein the 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 the, the the path is not easy. Uh, just, you know, you have to be prepared to take care of yourself mentally, physically, and to learn all the time. Love it. It was really candid and honest. What are you the most proud of uh, on your journey so far? Um, that's, uh, that's, that's hard to say because I can look backwards and see so many things that are just you know awesome but the the most one, one of one of yeah one of them is to is the turnaround right after um the pandemics uh i i i am sure that our team was so strong and so you know proprietary of our things here that it's not so so easy to do to other teams probably couldn't couldn't have have handled it and we we faced this this difficult with so much energy and we've become the best versions of ourselves right after this problem i mean how hard it is it is very very hard to do and i'm very proud of uh how our team could be stronger after facing this 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 challenge absolutely Love it. Worst advice ever received. You are not an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. That's why you are one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Uh, one person once told me um, when when I was you know leaving uh, the, the my corporate mark my my corporate position, and I. Uh, he said, oh, you're not an entrepreneur. Uh, you are an executive guy. Just stay here. Uh, we're going to pay double bonus and all the stuff. Just stay here. That's not what you are. And that's me here uh, being very happy and, you know, learning every day. But I am an entrepreneur. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Favorite book? The hard thing about the hard things, mm -hmm. uh, Ben Horvitz, uh, definitely my the, the best uh, entrepreneur book that I ever had, and I can see that you know uh, the the path is worth it, but uh, it's very hard. So uh, he's very transparent about it, and I love it. Love it. Good one. Favorite movie or series? You know, I'm a fighter. I'm still a fighter. Uh, because I'm fighting every day to make, you know, go good, um, better. Uh, and I used to fight karate and Hockey Balboa is, you know, my favorite character. Exactly. So, yeah. Makes sense. Uh, hockey is my favorite movie and it tells a lot about our journey, our path and the things I believe in, you know, about being disciplined, uh, resilient and to wake up every day with this, the, the, the highest, the best energy that you have to make things happen and to execute things. That's why sports are so important for me. And the way 
I see the connection between the entrepreneur journey and the sports journey are, you know, are, you know, it's, things are very connected. We just have to connect the dots. Absolutely. Sports helps a lot. And that kind of discipline that we bring from sports helps in the entrepreneurial journey. I feel the same when I do my uh, long runs. Uh, it is necessary to stay mentally strong. Sometimes it's, it's much more important to be mentally strong than physically strong because uh, that's, that's the difference of uh, normal performance and outstanding uh, performance right so favorite podcasts excluding this one yeah uh, we have a brazilian very good podcast unfortunately that's in portuguese so uh, I'm, i'm sorry for that but, 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 but I, i can listen to that <laughs> so of course you, yeah you have this luck to to speak portuguese um we have like a boss uh it's a brazilian podcast like a boss. Uh, cool. yeah like a boss it's a brazilian podcast um One of the, the the hosts are our investors, but I'm not, you know, uh, just you know telling because of that. But he's he's right. awesome, and the stories of the 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 entrepreneurs, the Brazilian entrepreneurs, are very inspiring, and I love it. Um, the the uh, Let's Do is very good. I, also, I, I love Brian, and uh, Brian was also one a professor and a mentor. When I first uh, studied at Stanford GSB, um, and and he inspired wow. me to be here. So thanks, Brian. And uh, we also have the the the, you, the 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 guy from from LinkedIn, and I, I just forgot the, the the name. Sorry for that. No worries. And uh, you can you can always tell me afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for that, but uh, it's a. Uh, U.S. Uh, podcast, uh, American podcast, uh, that tells. Ah, uh, I know the the guy from LinkedIn. It's the Masters of Scale, right? That that's. Thanks for that. Yeah, Masters yeah. of Scale. Yeah. Uh, read often, exactly. I was also forgetting the the name exactly. Uh, cool. That's that's really good uh, recommendations. I'm I'm really curious to to add the like a boss to to my playlist uh, and see how how it. You goes. will enjoy it. Thank you, Bruno. I really appreciate your time, and it was such a pleasure to have you on the show. And uh, great to have Brazil represented. And we will bring uh, more entrepreneurs and founders. And uh, as you know, you are always welcome to to come back and to keep sharing your journey with us. Uh, we wish you all the luck, and uh, let us know if, if we can help in any way. Hey, Mike. Thanks for the for the invitation. Uh, was so proud of being here, um, and uh, I really uh, really enjoyed you know, our conversation. Thanks, thanks for that. And thanks for spreading the word about entrepreneurship and health tax. And, you know, uh, we, we, we need information. We need to, to, to exchange, you know, uh, knowledge. And I'm so proud of being here to, to do a little bit of that. Thanks for that. Thank you for your kind words and to our community. Thanks for being there. As you see, we keep bringing you the best of the best to make your life a little bit easier. And as we discussed it during the show, we know that it's quite tough to, to be at the helm of a, of a startup. But uh, if we have a good support system and a good community, it can be a little bit easier. And that's the purpose of what we do uh, every single day. See you soon and keep scaling. <laughs>